Horse of the Mark podcast show, The Pendley Cave Enigma. Mount Pendelius, P-E-T-E-L-L-I-C-U-S, a mountain near Athens, Greece, been an important area for thousands of years. One of the reasons is because it's a fox. Delius Davius this cave or Pentelli cave is more commonly called is a cave historically hidden in pine pine forests at the back of hundreds ninety seven feet long and sixty feet feet high cave is a network of tunnels, one which leads to an underground pond Another tunnel called the Digestion leads to hell. Although the cave does not look, look too mysterious from the outside, the cave has been the location of many strange events, terribly like ghosts, UFOs, and other paranormal entities. The cave has been considered outworldly since antiquity. In ancient times, it's a sacred t- site to the nature god Pan, his nymphs, a place known as Pen, Pan-A-I-Polion, P-A-N-A-I-P-O-L-O-L-L-O-N. Artifacts have been found in the cave, depicting the god, riches have been cut from the walls, there's an air cove with a pool of water for an unknown purpose. For the after the arrival is hidden, Continue to be a place of spiritual significance. It was used as a hideout by Christian hermits and solitary and aromatic monks. E R E M I T I C. According to some accounts, a church at the entrance of the cave was built. Cave was built in the 11th century. Built for two connected chapels. Within one of the chapels there was some unusual lyrics. G L Y P H S, which had been attributed to F Red Mikes. Unusual designs of church are led to speculation the church was actually built in very early Christian history of Gnostics or other offshoots of Christianity. During the 19th century, the cave of Gainority is said to be used by the base of Delivers, an infamous outlaw who was known for stealing from the wealthy. He claimed that he had an affair with a French nobleman who happened to be lived nearby at the time. This is associated with the cave, the nickname Delivers Castle. The cave has always been a site of strange paranormal. In the 19th century, people claimed hear mysterious voices coming from far corridors of the cave. Some people would also hear music that didn't be a source. Strangers occasionally be forced by his environment. 
been located in isolated mountain slopes surrounded by a potentially anonymous pine forest. In the 1960s and 70s, paranormal investigators gained an interest in, in the cave and began looking at, into it. By the mid-20th century, it was drawn on the space stage age. UFO sightings have been added to strange stories associated with the cave. One of the main investigators was a man called Joy, George Balanos. Investigation continued for years without progress. These investigations hindered by malfunctions in technological service devices such as cameras, flashlights, as well as peculiar behaviour on the part of the investigators. Back in 1977, a group of workers and technicians claiming to be from an unknown organisation put barbed wire around the cave, began to work it on the cave with dynamite and bulldozers. When people tried to get into the cave, they could be turned away by guards posted by the organisation. Public phrase identity included NATO, the US government, and the Greek military. Some people speculate they've been building some sort of nuclear dunker or nuclear weapons facility. Wider theories include the opening of extra-dental power tools and manipulation of magnetic energy, magnetic canal connecting the cave to Langley, West Virginia, USA. When the, what was also strange about the work done by the mysterious organization is that after all they stopped reinforcing Restricting access to the cave and holes were cut through barbed wire. During this period, there's also a lot of weird stories and events surrounding the cave. In one account, a couple coming, going on a hike discovered a car perched allegedly in the cave and location where it seemed impossible for a car to reach. They came back again multiple times for several days. The car was still there. Finally, they went back up to the car and found that oddly the car was. Didn't have any marks of damage, suspected with a car driven in that position. While the wolf looked into some bushes around the tree, car, she became, she screamed hysterically. When her husband calmed, de- calmed her down, she said she'd seen a white oval shaped creature that was two, 24 inches long and two enormous glowing eyes. The husband did not see the creature, but did see the bushes rustle as this animal had just moved through them. Days later, the husband also saw something that appeared to be a spinning black spear outside his window, car window. It caused him to start screaming and shaking to his wife was able to calm him down and coax him into explaining what he saw. Suddenly, in 1983, the work crews disappeared almost as mysteriously as arrived. They, however, did not leave without a trace, even leaving behind some of the equipment that had been abandoned. Ancient church and natural caves and networks had been severely damaged. Additionally, several artificial corridors had been dug, though some, though some appeared to be half completed. Whatever the object it was of this organization, it was clear as what they re- well, what, that they reached it. There was another attempt at continual modifications in 1990, but it was immediately shut down by the Greek Ministry of Culture to prevent further damage to the important historical archaeological sites in the cave. Current organizations for the unknown phenomenon in the cave 
including magnetic channels, disturbance of local electromagnetic fields. One discernible pattern of its constant references to electromagnetic disturbances. Work done by Shadow and Organization in the 1970s may be done of interest in these electromagnetic disturbances. It has been suggested that neuroscientists such as Michael Persinger of Laurentale University that post electromagnetic fields can influence the perception, causing people to feel there is invisible presence in the room. It's also been noted by scientists that places are claimed haunted tend to also be places of unusual electromagnetic activity. It's also interesting in light that technology such as cameras and flashlights tend to malfunction in this cave, which also happen as a result of certain kinds of electromagnetic interference. You've been listening to the Wholesome Remark Show, podcast show, talking about the Pen Teller Tell Cave Enigma. Holes of Emark Podcast Show. Ha ha ha. He he he. You. You can't. I'm the laughing gnome and you can't catch me. Ha ha ha. He he he. I'm the laughing gnome and you can't catch me. Said the laughing gnome. Why have I suddenly sprung into song? Well, apparently. They're strange acquaintances with real gnomes. One of the most active places is in Central or South American countries. They're typically known as Judendides. D-U-E-N-D-E-S One of the counters comes from the Peninsula of the city of Buenos Aires in Argentina. When in summer 2018, there was a work group trimming many trees in the line that lie in the Avidente del Inca. In, in particular, they were tasked with cutting back an enormous 100-year-old eucalyptus tree that spread in massive branches out so far, become a danger to motorists speeding as well. By as well, the, the, the utility poles covered about it. The tree was subsequently chopped back, with some parts of it reduced to mere stumps. In the days after the intensive, intensive trimming was complete, there was numerous witnesses came forward to say they seen little men with brownish clothing emerging from the stumps in single file for motion. In most cases, headed in the direction of nearby Lorio Palio Longolist. Library in Pidelia Blanquia for reasons unknown. Indeed, according to locals, trees along the particular stretch of old, old road which travel along the path of a stream has long been a source of sightings of elfish or known beings lurking about in the bushes. Perhaps these creatures caused the vast tree home and now were upset it had been so badly damaged. Another South American report was compiled by researcher Albert Rosellius, who allegedly occurred in Casablanca, Bella Paracelli, Chile, in November of 1996. In the account, a group of local students came across the possession of tiny men 
all around one foot in height, walking through a clearing. The outerworldly diminutive beings were described as wearing brightly coloured clothing of different colours. They supposedly hid between, behind bushes and trees once aware they were being observed. Although they seemed mostly shy and elusive, one of the entities who happened to be dressed in black reportedly was a bit bolder and more aggressive than the rest and ran towards the students, shrieking, throwing rocks and generally trying to get trees them off. Oddly, while this black-haired gnome seemed hell-bent of threatening the witnesses, others dressed in green and white seemed to be controversially waved the kids closer and even called to them. South America certainly is not the only place where these such bizarre experiences are reported. There has been a report in the area of Houston, Texas, where from a witness who says that one evening in March 2003 his dog had gone to chase something out in its expanse yard, which he first assumed was some wild animal or stray cat. When a man went to go to see what he looked wild in the dog out so much, he claims he saw a humanoid creature standing near one foot tall with a pointed hat, white beard and dressed in a clown suit without the big shoes and nose. Very found man panicked, retreated to his house along with his dog, and then back outside through the window to see the bizarre creature eating from Burfield in the yard. If he scurried to the porch, smiled directly at the witness, then disappeared behind it. Never to be seen again. Another comes from a Texas. He says, I was working for the night shift on the X-ray crew material grass plant. This was about 3 a.m. There was only four of us in the plant at the time. I took, the, took a picture after seeing something swaying side to side at the corner of my eye. It was a basket. I was in the basket of men lift coming down when I saw took the picture. By the time I unhooked my harness to get out of the basket, the creature was gone. Police were called and bought premises. The officer told me there was twenty six UFO sighted calls throughout that night. If you zoom in you can see silhouettes of eyes and a little mouth. Not too sure of that one. Another occurred in nineteen sixty five. My father of the witness says he was hunting with his brother, father and brothers at Salmon Lake. And the group split up and tried to cut out the herd. They accidentally spooked. At some point he grew tired and they took a break by sitting down a large boulder. Where things could quickly get weird. Indeed, the one that gives the account says of his father's encounter. His mildly warm day and stopped to rest the shade of some large boulders to strip off some of his gear and have a drink of water. When he sat down to rest, he felt a rock as it passed his head. Thinking it was one of his brothers playing a trick on him, he yelled to them to stop. When he noticed foot any footprints in the soft dust under the feet, again another rock was thrown in his direction close to the time. Now my dad has always been told about little people lived in rocks and crevices of the mountains and the hills. An ancient brand of n- band of native Indians who barely escaped the white man. They made their homes in the hills and with bothered would put a curse on you if you failed to hear their warnings. Feeling a chill creeped his spine, 
He slowly rose, gathered up his things, and said, in a very slow, stubborn shame, I'm leaving, I'm sorry, I've disturbed you. As he was walking away down here, we heard small feet slapping the rocks behind him, but being a tailor afraid, never looked back. He never told his father or brothers, and could hardly tell me the fear he was thinking that he was crazy. And there's one last encounter from a Reddit witness called Alex N, who says her and her boyfriend had a strange sighting out while hiking in a Cherokee National Forest in the U.S. state of Tennessee. During their hike, they rounded a bend, and she would say of what they saw. We both spotted in our tracks, stopped in our tracks. There's a tree directly ahead of us, about 20 feet. At the base of the tree, a baby saw a silhouette of three uh, beings. They were around three foot tall, very slender, and all seemed to be holding a stick or staff in one hand. One was holding a staff, while the other hand was pointing at something on the ground next to the tree, and they were all looking at it. It was as though they were rounded the bend. We caught a brief glimpse of them, and they, then they vanished. I did not tell my BF what I had seen, but... He went to describe the exact same thing. Of course, we ran over to the tree to see if we could discover if it was fascinated by it. So fascinated by it. I don't expect to see anything but dirt and leaves. But there was actually a neat, neat, neat looking rock sitting where we wanted. We loved clothing and climbing rocks. We, loved, we found that, that while hiking, but we left this one the hell alone. So there you are, folks. Strange encounters with real gnomes. Ha ha ha. He he he. I'm not such a laughing gnome. You cannot catch me. Holes where we sidetracked. Episode 13. Haunted Whirl. The case of Whirl Werewolves. No rational system of explanation can currently throw any light on the werewolf phenomenon. How can a person change into an animal and afterwards revert to human being again? Are they in any case of many lower animals? And believe it or not, when the human geon was finally sequenced in 2003, he discovered that humans and dogs and wolves share 84% of the same DNA. In theory, a werewolf could be created by gently modifying a human with limpine DNA, but this would take time, whereupon the bona fide werewolf undergoes a metamorphosis within the minute. Scientists in this article says such a transfiguration is possible, but the cultist side of this person now knows otherwise and can, that through some supernatural force, person really can change into a hideous wolf like being, and reports of werewolves. Well, not only mentioned by such ancient Roman writers as Olive and Petrotores, but they also referred in the Bible. In the Old Testament of the Book of Daniel, for example, we are told that the handsome black Mesopotamian king, Nehuchadnezzar, suffered a type of mental background for going turning against God, and after stripping naked and 
walking on all fours, he spouted claws out of every type of hair upon a wee skin, ate grass, turned into beasts, and lived in the forest for seven years. The poor Sawyer was down the centuries, been very persistent. Even today, occasional counts of the mysterious shapeshifters come along. Between Estham, East Ham Rake, and Hooton, close to the place where the M53 runs along the tracks, comes, a pe- comes scores of people have seen a large, unidentified animal roaming a field. And from a train in 2004, it shot me in a classic prominent powering black cat, a cryptozoology feline of the same ilk of the Sreepoma, Forest Beast of Botman, and Beast of Exmoor. But others who have seen this creature close quarters claim it was not a cat, but more likely an unusually large wolf. The animal always seemed to be going ground within seconds when it's chased and then remarked on its phantom like vanishing quality. Acts when it's confronted. They simply can't. They eat enough rabbit, pigeons, and other sources of food to feed a mysterious wolf. This adds to the air of mystery surrounding the undivided animal. A BBC at a BBC Merseyside interview in 2002, a former security guard who worked at a certain hospital rural told a chilling story that he was later backed up by Walter, a policeman, and several nurses. The guard, Craig, not his real name, said with Helen pregnant, new age traveller, aged about 25, was brought into the Wheel Hospital after going into labour. She seemed delirious and wanted to have her baby in, t- in a teepee. But an older man, possibly had aware the woman's partner, brought her to the hospital and left quickly. It was a summer's night and the full moon was out. The woman were blown to community hippies who had come down in a blend of tents and yucks on track track of land close to the hospital. As the woman went to the froze labour, the midwife and nurses attending to her saw the patient undergo a startling and very frightening transformation. Grimacing face of the young woman slowly turning into the face of a small animal. The tip of the nose darkened, the skin became hairier and turned into a strange greyish pink colour. Long pointed teeth eroded from the mouth. The midwife and nurses backed away from the bed in terror as a woman began to make snarling noises. Security guard Craig was called. When Craig reached the ward, he saw the nurses run past him in the corridor. Then he saw a figure in the hospital clothes. His look humoid, and his face was that of an animal with a snout. He suddenly ran to the plate glass second wall floor window and smashed it with his feet fist before jumping through the frame into the garden. Craig reached the second floor within seconds and brought, caught a fleeting glimpse of the woman running off into the moonlight nightscape. Fearing the averse publication for this unearthly occurrence, the hospital managers advised the staff to say nothing about the incidents. But some told their families and partners and the story got out. But most who heard it, a classic account of some sort, some sort of urban legend. Years since on the radio station and was besieged with calls from people, including the security guard Craig, nurses, and a porter, and even a policeman who told me told the reporter on the radio about a sighting of apparently mental forces women at a park near to the hospital. Quarries were made at the travellers' encampment, but the police made a silent 
ball of science, no one could admit to even knowing who the pregnant woman was. Days later, the travellers moved on. The whole affair continues to, to be treated weirdly. So there you are. You've been listening to Holes Will Be Sidetrack, episode 13. Are oh, there such thing as werewolves? Be afraid.